Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Sure. <laughs> All right. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. And Mr. Joe always got the day off, but on Friday anyway, he has a retirement lengthened weekend. We're glad to say Ben Reichley is here, the local business person. He's a Republican committee person, staunch conservative, not a natural-born listener, but uh, he'll hear you out patiently <laughs> if you don't insult him or anything. Far, far more moderate. More moderate? Far more moderate. Pull the mic closer. Pull the mic closer. Yeah, what do you mean? I mean, worked for George McGovern, 1972. That was 30 years ago. Oh. All right, 40. 40. Okay, but anyway. Your math. But uh, no, if uh, if you've been able to experience certain things, you hopefully uh, that uh, that allows you to understand. And I've been, uh, been overseas. I've been to third world countries. I've seen the lack of uh, government uh, and corruption hold people down, but uh, here in the United States, we seem to have a government that wants to coddle from cradle to grave, but uh, no, far more moderate. Coddle, right? Far more, far coddle. more moderate. All yeah. right, so that is uh, Mr. Ben directly across from me, but he is a family man and uh, would just love to uh, talk to you about and his observations. Yes, word, sir? The word, since I wasn't here last Friday, but I understand the word on the show now is ilk. Ilk, yes, yes, yeah, Joe. I actually used this word about three weeks ago. I don't I know remember, if it, I think uh, somebody was on the phone, and I said to you and you, Ilk, and you both fell off your chair over there. <laughs> <laughs> ilk. Well, and you know, usually ilk isn't really kind of a positive term, and maybe that's written right into the definition and I'm accurately picking up, but if I say that, you know, you and your Republican ilk lowered taxes without cutting any spending uh, four years ago, uh, that's it's sort of grew you in a negative group. So I referred to Joe and his ilk, and you've referred to people and their ilk, and Steve Kushloff made it famous last week referring to well, Joe. Isn't, this, isn't it people cut from the same cloth, basically, mm-hmm. as far as opinions? Or, I mean, the, mm-hmm. the team went out, ran onto the field tonight in their Ilkish jerseys. I mean, being all the same, right? Yep. And I have been to Ilk County, and I invite other people to visit there. You Ooh, can see you them. Try to get there. You got to plan. When you plan to go to certain places, you have to plan to go there. It's not like you're driving by and say, "Hey, let's just go up to uh, Elk County and enjoy the uh, scenery." Well, and also, not only do you have to plan to get there, but you have to have a destination, and you have to say this is going to worth it because, like, after the fifth hour, and then the sixth hour, and then the seventh hour of driving, you're like, "Oh no, I want to turn." around. <laughs> well, if you're going up that way, I would suggest a stop in a place called St. Mary's. Uh, beautiful, uh, of course, there's only one town in Pennsylvania, that being Bloomsburg, but uh, St. Mary's, a, a beautiful borough, also uh, home to uh, Straub's Beer. And I believe they have, I might get this wrong, it's either the internal, or I believe it might be the endless tap, which they allow you to uh, sample the fruits of the labor of the people at the brewery. 
Hmm. Okay. Very, very interesting. A very, very historic part of Pennsylvania. All right. Well, we are going to enjoy open phones today. We'll talk about the t- aforementioned uh, uh, wonderful eternal tap and uh, other good tap. Endless tap, okay. And nowhere near the endless mountains, but I'll tell you <laughs> what, it's uh, it's still endless, and that's the important part about it. Uh, we would invite you to call us today. We can talk about Senator Gordner's remarks yesterday. As has always been the case, he's kind of meh about the investigation into the last year's election, but he and I actually agreed on something yesterday that we, if we're going to restore full confidence in the election integrity, we're going to have to do something because uh, uh, President Trump created too much doubt in the elections, and so we got to fight back from that. And so the investigation oh. is proceeding. So we'll talk about that. Also, voter ID talked about the constitutional amendment that will be necessary, and of course that may be because we may have a Democratic governor uh, after next year. In which case, uh, you, you're going to have to get a constitutional hmm. amendment in order to get it. Uh, I'm going to tell you why I don't think we're going to have a Democratic governor uh, next year in the news, but that'll be coming up. We talked a little bit about Ed Helfrich. Uh, we talked a little bit about the congressional impasse that has uh, advanced a little bit. I referred to them as the gang that couldn't shoot straight before Ben could because he was going to later today. Uh, <laughs> and talking about the Democrats. And the vaccine mandate, uh, very busy yesterday uh, with calls about that. A lot of companies and private organizations, nonprofits, uh, demanding that employees have a vaccine. Uh, employers, over 100 workers, have to have a vaccine in their workplaces. So a lot of folks say that's not right. So those are the issues on the table. you got a view on those things. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. I haven't driven in a Sunbury Motor Company vehicle in almost four hours because uh, my truck's parked out back and uh, I I traded in, and now there's a late model Ranger. Well, I guess it may mm. still be there. I don't know. They might have sold it, but low miles, <laughs> garage kept perfect condition. That's down there, the black one with the really novelty tires, and uh, that's down there. But that's the Sunbury Motor Company. The search for the new truck started at sunburymotors.com. They give you a truck to drive around for this show and also for uh, example purposes. Uh, talked about that truck yesterday. Just fantastic opportunities. Trucks are getting great miles, getting 21 miles to the gallon on average at the the moment. So, uh, of course, it goes. It's funny how with the uh, uh, the EcoBoost and all this stuff, it, it goes up to 32 to 32, 33 when you're actually on the highway. And of course, then when you're sitting at the traffic light, it goes down to zero, and the RPMs go down to zero because the uh, start-stop technology works. So, those are just quick examples of what you can get at SunburyMotors.com and Sunbury Motor Company, North Fourth Street Plaza, and Routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back. Where mm-hmm. have you been? You always travel the state and the country. Oh, spent some time in Virginia, spent some time in Maryland, spent some time in uh, Delaware, but uh, throughout Pennsylvania, uh, state college a little bit. So, uh, no, it's very interesting. Catch uh, through Harrisburg uh, and catch the show in the mornings almost uh, to the turnpike in Harrisburg. Depends on which side. Uh, you're at so I heard a, heard a little bit about the, sh- the show but also too on the way back from uh, places uh, a little talk radio on some of the other uh, stations in the southern part of the state but uh, interesting you talk about election integrity I believe if you go back to 2000 uh, there was some maybe 
some splashes here and there about uh, election results back uh, in the 80s and 90s, but nothing major. But 2000, I believe, was the, uh, let's say, the, the, somebody opened up a can of something about election integrity with Gore Bush, and we saw what happened there. And then, of course, uh, to some folks, Bush was never a legitimate president. Then remember, Hillary Clinton seemed to talk a lot about uh, election integrity in uh, up to the 2016 election. And then when uh, Trump won, then it was everything was phony. He was not a legitimate president to some. And then, of course, this Russian scenario that has gotten very little coverage, a little bit on CNN, but very low coverage in the uh, media, uh, particularly the uh, major media outlets, is the, uh, the proof of the higher Hunter Biden emails and the Russian disinformation, and now the Durham investigation is coming out, and uh, we're seeing this Russian, well, I have to Russian stop hoax there. came from uh, the Clinton campaign. i got to stop so. you. The mainstream media, mainstream media sent me a note saying don't talk about those things, yeah. so we really cannot discuss them. I mean, you had uh, Kerry Bush in that election in, uh, in 04, uh, a little bit of election integrity. But going back to your point, why not go through and give the credibility to anybody's vote. This is what happened. This is how it happened. People say to me, Democrats will say, well, Republicans, you guys just want to do this. Other Republicans say it's just a waste of time. Well, on the other hand, why don't we find out what, if, how, when things don't go right? And why do they seem to happen in Pennsylvania? Why do they (laughs) seem to happen in Allegheny and Philadelphia County on an extremely, let's say, 90% of every election? Off year, on year, there seems to be a problem. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I, is it I would, time for the federal government to take over elections? I hope not. I hope not. It's, I mean, the federal government would like to take over everything. <laughs> We're seeing that in in this bill. It seems nobody seems to be talking about the banking industry is all up in arms now because the IRS would like you to report, and I'm paraphrasing, every purchase you make over $600. If you pull cash out of your bank, that needs to be reported. I mean, this is all in the sausage, but this stinks. Yeah, you this wonder why stinks. Joe Manchin won't support it. He well, what, what about the other people? Right. He, he listed a wide range of individuals who are uh, not going to support it and why. Just uh, quirky things in the law. All right, so we'll take your calls on this uh, topic, uh, the congressional impasse. Uh, we do have brief remarks from Senator Toomey, a quote anyway from Senator Toomey about that. We'll read that in the news. And we have one that was uh, issued earlier this week from Congressman Keller, so we can read that on the radio. Vaccine mandates, should you? be required to get a vaccine. That was a topic yesterday, at which time uh, after the program, one of our good listeners uh, sent us a note and said, quote, when you unvaccinated people show up at the emergency room, and many of you will, you should be put at the back of the line. If you refuse to do one thing proven to reduce your risk of serious illness and death related to COVID-19, you have also given up your right to be treated before others. Your insurance should not have to pick up the tab either. So what are you showing up at the emergency room for? If you have COVID-19. Oh, if you have COVID. Okay, so uh, let's say, uh, unfortunately, somebody's in a traffic accident and they have a uh, some some form of trauma 
and uh, or they go take you to the emergency room and ask you if you've been vaccinated and oh if you have oh I'm sorry you haven't sir uh, we'll move <laughs> you to the back line just bleed to the left because that's where the drain yeah, is don't make a mess <laughs> so, some of the folks well with fortunately some of the vengeance doesn't drive you yeah fortunately vengeance doesn't drive the emergency room decisions these interesting days interesting so. how people are uh, but and, uh, and also where where did this come from again something that uh, Dr. Fauci seemed to get caught up on and could not answer. Where is national the natural immunity? Where are where are the number of people who I know who said, you know, I didn't know what I had in June or I'm sorry, January of 2020. I had this cold. My wife didn't get it, you know. But later, then she got COVID. And she had some of the similar symptoms to me. But I will say this: you line up a hundred people who had COVID, all ages, sizes. It seems like everybody, almost to a hundred, has a little different story. Something happened here. I lost taste. I didn't lose taste. I did mm-hmm. this. I did that. So it, the effect of this disease is, is is very strange because it is more non-similar to people than it is similar. All right, 1-800-795-9565 our telephone number. So we're talking about the sausage in the legislation that's uh, stalled. Mm. It's not going to make much difference at this point. Bad because, IRS uh, sausage. It's Bad a, IRS it's sausage. It's 100% stuck. Uh, I honestly think if uh, President Biden wants a win, he ought to pull out the bipartisan infrastructure part. Get that done so that, uh, you know, it's better to have a bipartisan feather in your cap than no feather at all. You know, if you don't have a headdress in this game, you're, you're going going to be missing the chance to uh, really uh, your, to uh, show off your squad ladies <laughs> yeah they, well they, they want the headdress and but everything you know they have a constituency and you know joe manchin has a constituency which his is called common sense but uh even kirsten cinema she has something she says look this has to be done right this is not uh you know this isn't whimsically making sausage we have to follow our recipe and we should do it right well, so wouldn't being done right should be everybody's mantra down there. Well, yeah, n- n- come on now. Hey. This is this is from Washington D.C. where they lower taxes and increase spending in order to balance the budget, or they pass a 3.5. Well, try to a 3.5 trillion dollar bill that has so many elements in it. I mean, you and I know one or two, but nobody can know well, all of them. You've got to pass it, Nancy Pelosi. To see what's in it. it. Okay, but, right. but I'll tell you who else is a situational problem down there for the common sense folks is uh, Secretary, Secretary Yellen. She is off the rails on what she wants to tax also because she thinks wealth should be taxed, and that wealth might be your house. That might mean an inheritance that you're going to get overtaxed on. And when you move capital gains taxes too high, basically things come to a halt. So uh, very interesting, though. A couple couple things to look at behind the scenes. All right, what, what Secretary Yellen is doing. 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236. We're talking about the sausage. That is uh, President Biden's uh, Build Back Better Sausage Plan. So uh, we can talk about that. Uh, we talked about uh, one of our good listeners uh, says, if you don't get a vaccination, uh, you should have to <laughs> wait. You have to bleed out in the emergency room before they'll treat Mark, you. Mark, I think maybe let's change it from sausage to scrapple. <laughs> Because it sounds like they're making more scrapple because then afterwards you can fry it up and then you try to, to really make it taste good by putting, you know, whatever folks like to put on it. Uh, right. so- sausage is pretty 
pretty good most of the time. Pretty universally enjoyed. Yeah, excellent point. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, Rob Center, our fabulous producer. He's done such a fantastic job all week. We had to give him a week off just to compensate as a reward. So he won't be in next week, but we're glad to say Mark Stevens will be here and Chad Hershberger and uh, Anthony Confino. So we got a lot. It takes 20 people to fill in for Rob at least. Rob was a little down. Oh, well, Phillies, yeah. The uh, Phillies uh, had a chance and went down to Atlanta and, oh, boy. Well, between the Eagles and the Phillies, well, maybe the 76ers will do great. Or Flyers. Temple Owls. Are they playing some good college football? Oh, yeah, well, Villanova's playing well, satisfactory Sixers, most of the The Sixers games. have a star player that doesn't want to play for me anymore. Well, that's another so things aren't looking good. All right, Stan, thank you for waiting. Sorry about all the delay. I don't know how long you waited. Way too long. Uh, but <laughs> thank you for that. Um, you're on the mark. Yeah, uh... You know, that guy writes in there about uh, if anybody shows up to the ER that hasn't been vaccinated, they should be put to the back of the, back of the line. I have words for him, but you won't allow me to use well, them on the radio. It, it was actually okay. a female, Stan. Yeah, it was a woman that said what? it. So it was female. a woman that well, said whatever. it. Well, whatever. Well, man or woman, that I have words for either one of them that you won't allow me on the radio with. So, you know, it's pure evil. Okay, so what, what, what would be their opinion if somebody showed up at the ER with AIDS, AIDS uh, uh, problems, uh, well, should they go to the back of the line? Because they could have prevented that. Or, or, or any other type of disease that could have been prevented. Should they all be the back of the line? How about uh, uh, drunk drivers that get in a car accident or near dead? Should they be at the back of the line? Because they could have prevented that. Potentially. Yeah, vengeance doesn't yeah. really have anything to do with medical uh, triage at the ER. Yeah, you know that, that that kind of thinking is just pure evil. Okay, that's that's all I'm going to say about that. Now, far as far as uh, the budget, Mark, uh, you said that you know Trump and them they, they passed this uh, big tax cut and you know and didn't cut spending. Yes, you're correct. They, you know, the Republicans and Democrats are both guilty as sin for not cutting anything in the budget, and they just keep spending, spending, spending. But fact is, the revenue did increase to the government even after the tax cuts okay it's out there it's easy enough to find it continues to rise even with the tax cuts so the people that say that the tax cut costs the government money are lying plain and simple now the problem is they don't know when to stop spending money down there there you go and it's just getting worse and worse and worse and if they get this three point whatever trillion and the other 1.5 trillion of over five trillion dollars spent there ain't no recovering from that. There, there's no way. And for Biden to stand up there and say it's going to cause zero, 
really? Zero? It's not going to cost anything? That's what he says. Now, I'm thinking he's saying, well, it's no, no, no new income. No, I mean, it ain't no because there's no uh, tax increase because there's lots of tax increases. You know, what, what, how's, how's he come up with a zero number that it's paid for? Well, looking at the Congressional Budget Office, which you have to take that because they are straight static numbers. There's no in for growth or non-growth factors, but you look at the revenues for 2020 for the U.S. government, $3.4 trillion. You look at the outlies, $6.6 trillion. So right there, they're upside down. Mandatory spending is $4.6 trillion. So when you look at that, we're $1.2 trillion over budget right away. Before we even add on. Um, yes. <laughs> and the other part is, right now, you know, d- debt is not a negative factor overall. When you have controllable debt, when you have debt with interest rates very low, if you're, if, and that's why people are going and refinancing. That's why you see schools going and trying to refinance at 6 or 7% loans to try to get down to 3 or 4%. So debt is not always a negative factor, controllable debt. But the spending factor, it's the truth. And people talk about what Reagan did in the 80s. You talk about what the Trump administration, what Trump did. When you lower taxes and you don't adjust spending, and the other part about it is, why don't we have baseline budgeting? And who was it that said, American people aren't fooled by this. We must rein in Washington's wasteful spending and address our nation's growing national debt. This poor governance by the majority party runs counter to these goals. Benito Mussolini? No, that's Congressman Keller. We must. People aren't fooled. Stan's not fooled. Ben's not fooled. I'm fooled. The, 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 money, the, the, the costs need to be cut. They could zero out every uh, federal agency, zero. No new increase. It's just at that current, well, they should go back to probably, I don't know, 2018 levels. That should be the spending level. That should be all they get from the, you know, from no new spending, no new increases like they always do, you know. Oh, we got to increase all the departments by 3 point whatever percent per year. That's just the way it's always been done. Well, it's time to stop doing it things have always been done because it's not doing us any good well, and yeah. there should be no zero zero new programs zero new spending Stan, period you work in private business and uh, did the company say to you last year look we lost five trillion dollars so we're going to give you a great big raise well see i work in a uh, under a union contract so i got the raise regards although they did come <laughs> to us and ask us to forego that raise to buy, okay buy because the back. company Bad, bad management decisions cost the company about $80 million uh, a year or so ago. Okay, Bad management. That was bad management. Upper echelon. Nothing we could have control of. So they come to us and ask us to forego our uh, piddly uh, raise, you know, the $0.40 cents an hour, whatever it was, you know, it amounts to, what, eight, eight, $16 a, a week. We told them to go stuff it. Well, you asked them to forego theirs, correct? Why was that? Didn't you ask them to forego their raises? <laughs> like that would have happened. <laughs> oh yeah. Now now the lower management they didn't get any raises. Okay. I mean that's because they have no control over it. But we didn't make the problem. They made the problem yeah. because of their poor management decisions. Well, let, let's look at th- some things that we can remember from the past. If you remember, uh, the Republicans got caught up in the Newt Gingrich years when they 
again, baseline budgeting. So I believe it was uh, children's lunches, school lunches of some sort were going to go up 10%. Well, if it went up 5%, they had more than enough money that they needed. So they raised it 5% instead of 10%. Well, that was, in the Democrats' mind, in the media's mind, that was cutting. That's a cut. So, again, these automatic increases in the federal budget any budget uh, are and not looked at there is no private business that operates like that there's no family who operates their budget like that we're going to increase spending on groceries three percent well hold it uh the wife says to the husband john's going to college he won't be here why do we need a three percent increase the the misunderstanding of financial and i'll tell you where it comes down to the federal government particularly does not want people to understand finances. And you can tell by the what's taught in schools, the curriculums in schools. When a very liberal professor from Susquehanna University who's in the business department tells me that we got children, we got students here that do not understand basic compound interest on a credit card or how to balance a checkbook. They're, and you know what? It's almost like, hey, the government will like that because then the government can step in and take care of you. So you look at the curriculum and the academics, what and how it's being taught, very interesting. Yeah, right. and, it, and it's on purpose still. I mean, uh, the government, you know, the, the, the education, uh, whatever it is, the edu- education department is the one that set basically curriculum for the state or the country or whatever it is, and that's not in their cur- curriculum you know, well, I- ignorance they're, is they're bliss. Sources. If you want to control people, if they're ignorant, well, it's blissful for your control. And that's that's what the you know the Democrats just want to keep pushing all this free stuff on people. Everything's free. Everything's free except nothing's free. Somebody's paying for it, and eventually they're going to get to more people being on the dole than actually providing the money to pay for everything. Well, and well, what well, happens then? Unfortunately, they stand working. Yeah, unfortunately, there's Republicans. <laughs> On that, uh, on that issue, also. Oh, they both are. Yep. I think the Democrats are worse. Yep. All right. Thank yep. you so much, Stan. Appreciate the call. All right. Have a good one. Uh, yep. Thank Bye. you. You too, buddy. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five 795 is the open phone line. You'll need that during the 9 a.m. hour. We'll hit the news headlines and then we'll open up the phone. Vaccine mandates and ignoring people in the emergency room if they're not vaccinated is the <laughs> subject of our email. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on back. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. We'd love to hear from you today. We've got open phones to wrap up Friday. Ben Reichley is here. Next Friday, it'll be Financial Friday. John Shipman's going to be the co-host. We'll do Financial Friday with the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. And then we'll talk about Convention of States again. We'll hear from Steve Davies uh, from Western PA. He's in charge mm-hmm. of the Convention of States. And uh, Ben and I are in agreement that we kind of have a, a very, slow malaise on the Convention of States proposal in Harrisburg. Yeah, it's too so. bad. Too bad. Has merit. Has merit. But I, there's just not trust on both sides. Yeah, it's got to be brought up and talked about So, so basically, Mark, sight. it would be, if I could put the Convention of States in a very simple term, it would be 
you, both of us walking out in public and discarding our clothes. Mm. And we're just going to allow the Constitution mm. to stand there naked. That is not and be good. And be redressed. Nobody needs to be punished and in be, that manner. And be redressed. So they, uh, right. the, the, the people are a little concerned about it. But it does have merits. But it's basically it's, it's addressing situations in the Constitution and redressing them. Right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. Also, Monday morning, uh, we have a conservative professor who's going to be here in mm. studio. Matt Rose, who's going to be coming in, so uh, we'll be talking to him about our body politic and uh, and elections and the U.S. government and Harrisburg and so on. But we have open phones right now. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got one caller coming in, but we'll take more comers. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com. You can text us at 70236. We'd love to hear from you. If you do text us at 70236, uh, make sure you put the keyword OTM in there. If you don't put the OTM in there, it just disappears out into the electronic ether. So we need you to put that OTM if you want us mm -hmm. to read that on the radio. We surely will if uh, we get a text from you. So we'd love to hear from you in that manner. We do have two valid emails, so we'll read those very shortly here. Do on we the have uh, some good news coming out of Harrisburg? Uh, yeah, kind of. I think so. Can we'll you see. lighten up our Friday? It's the last... First day of the last quarter of the year. Okay. Oh, is it? oh, that's true. Oh, my gosh. October 1st. Who knew? On the market sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. If you think we should have mandatory vaccine mandates in workplaces, lots of folks say yes. Some folks say no. Uh, probably most folks say no, but uh, majorities don't decide these kind of things. One of good listeners earlier said if you're unvaccinated when you get to the ER, they should make you wait an extra amount of time Mark, just next, to punish you. Is the next step going to be body condoms? Every, everybody's going to be everybody's going to be okay. masked up, cut I up, guess. bubble boy. Uh, what are we doing next? All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Got another caller coming in, so we're going to get this cooking shortly here. Uh, email us at onthemarket.wkok.com. Uh, we do have some news headlines. U.S. Senator Pat Toomey yesterday talking about uh, the spending. Yesterday said, "quote The legislation considered today included yes, important funding to keep our government open." Unfortunately, as his comment the case. Uh, there are several elements that will add billions of dollars to our deficit unnecessarily. The provisions will exacerbate the long-standing financial difficulties with the National Flood Insurance Program by simply putting more money in it and enacting no reform. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller earlier this week said Speaker Pelosi is attempting to disguise a vote for Democrats' $3.5 trillion socialist spending spree as responsible government funding. American people aren't fooled by it. We must Strain in Washington's wasteful spending and address our nation's growing national debt. This is poor governance by the majority party runs counter to these goals. Unquote that from Congressman Keller. You get back to regular order. <laughs> Balanced Regular budgets. order. All right. Uh, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf was in Elysburg yesterday. I'm proud to, to join Great Dane and the community, the Pennsylvania Department of Community and Economic Development, DCED, and the governor's action team to announce something that is really nice for Pennsylvania, and that is the expansion of this, this plant. And this plant will be the Great Dane plant in Elysburg, $3.5 million. They'll add a second shift, 200 new jobs uh, created. Really nice. How about excellent? 
How about a literally an What's economic wrong? shot in the arm? You want to talk about a vaccine? Commerce is a vaccine. Right. Yeah, well, he's all for it. It's, it's nice. Oh, I, I, I got the adjective. It's excellent. I got you. Okay, right. Excellent. Okay, that's fine. Talk to talk to the people at uh, anyway. at the uh, you know little taverns over there. Of course, now there's a deficit. Of, there's no workers for the plant, but anyway, they're going to have more shifts available, oh, so that's, that's good, good news. Yeah. All right. Now, this is good news, I think. Perhaps the most often asked question. That uh, was just good news you just said. That right, was excellent that was good news. news. <laughs> um, this is good news, too. I think Associated Press reporting that the most often asked question question among Republican lawmakers, donors, and strategists in Harrisburg is whether Jake Corman, the state Senate's president, will declare mm. his candidacy for governor. In a brief interview in a Capitol corridor yesterday, Corman said he would not say whether he's considering running or if it had crossed his mind, quote, it's crossed my mind that we need a good candidate, somebody who can win, unquote, Corman said. But he's 57. The son of a late senator whose district includes Penn State's main campus suggested that even if he does decide to run, he won't talk about it until after the November election. It, it has uh, crossed his mind. Well, I like think you should cross yourself yeah, in the Catholic I think, Church. I think he'd it's clean been up. down and over and back. I, I think he'd be a good governor myself, uh, but that's just me. There's uh, there's some folks that are running. It's interesting that can I throw this tidbit out Please. historically. Hurry. Look at the last Republican governors. There's last three or four Republican governors in Pennsylvania. And geographically, where did they come from? All right. Emailers. Uh, in This is uh, in response to the uh, vaccine. Uh, unvaccinated people are given short shrift in the emergency room. One of our listeners says, in response to the email or text where someone said, if you're unvaccinated, you should be moved to the end of the line in a hospital. I'm sure this person is on their high horse saying they get the shot and to keep others safe because they care so much for other people. But in the same breath, you try to shame and belittle those of us who choose not to be vaccinated. Such a caring soul you must have. Mo many of us have natural immunity, which is scientifically proven to be more effective than the so-called vaccine. But nobody seems to want to talk about that. This is one of the many reasons we are skeptical about this job, and we see it as a power and control grab uh, more than about just being about health. Skeptical about the jab. Right. Uh, let's see. Dale, you are the first caller this hour. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. I just think that private sector business and private sector workers need a win. And the only way to get that win is audit three of the biggest law firms in Pennsylvania, and then you're going to see everything even up. Are we got? Do we have a government or do we have rulers? That's what I'm asking. Do we have rulers or government? We have rulers in government and yardsticks and other measuring devices. Yeah, well, why don't we just audit the three biggest law firms in Pennsylvania, and then we can see, then it's even playing field. So when you say audit, right, audit right, what's happening right now is they're trying to generate <laughs> revenue by auditing private sector businesses, which is not fair. Well, lawyers, law firms are private sector businesses. Well, and they get audited. No, regularly. not three of the largest states. They're, they're not private. They're not private at all. They're, they're laundering money. State, Don't you understand that? State law? What do you mean there's Pennsylvania state the law firms? The three firm? biggest law firms in Pennsylvania, they're corrupt. Well, they're laundering they're money. They're private industry, though. They're in the private industry. They're not owned by the state. Yeah, they're working for government. Okay. They're doing government work. They're not doing private work. Come okay. on, man. You know that. Well, come on, man. Okay. <laughs> I got you on that one. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're doing work for politics. So oh, we okay. audit them. We can see where they have 
instead of putting pressure on our private sector businesses, that's what's happening right now. They're all in all these private sector businesses. Dale, I have no problem with agreeing with you that law firms get, yeah, I mean, there's too many lawyers in politics. Uh, I don't really, and, I, and I don't care pro- about that. Personally, I don't care what they do. I mean, it's just the industry. When you have, there's smaller law firms trying to uh, scrap up money and stay afloat, and you got these big super firms in Pennsylvania are just generating all this money out of thin air. Yeah, but that's not that's, that's the not commerce fair. or the capitalist uh, way in the in the law business. I mean, uh, okay, so, so, so who runs the FBI? So the FBI is being run by the three big law firms in Pennsylvania. That's what I don't get. It, it, it there's small smaller law firms that are struggling, and they can probably. Won't uh, probably do better without being audited. It don't make right. sense. Okay. All right. Sound I mean, advice, Dale. Everybody fair. D- Everybody's on the same road. Dale, right. I don't understand. You, I will Thank qu- you, sir. I will requote your words. It doesn't make sense. All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Cindy, you're next up. Go right ahead, please. Well said, Ben. Well said. I thought that was pretty good. Yesterday or the day before, whenever I called and said, "Geez, I don't understand. The federal government gives out all this free money, free programs to people. Why don't they make them get the COVID shot?" And it was explained to me that these were entitlements, and you couldn't make people do things for their entitlements. Well, apparently that's not true. Yesterday in the paper, they had an article where they were being people were being denied for free housing or housing uh, supplemental support because they used marijuana. So obviously, you can put contingencies on these things. Yeah, but isn't so that a I criminal violation? Again, isn't why cr- don't they do? Why don't they go after the people that they are right in their own backyard? Why are they displacing this responsibility onto business? I don't get the I don't get the question. But in any event, I think if if you're enjoying an entitlement that is something you didn't pay for and you break the law. Is that the same as not getting a vaccination? Oops, I think we they lost are, oh, They are using the law to force people to be vaccinated. Oh, oh I got you. Okay, so it is a law. They are breaking the yeah, law. They're strong, they're right, strong if they want people with regu- gotcha. let, Let's say, using the law, Cindy, let's say they're making regulations oh, that makes to, to make sure that people... Uh, abide by what government rule i mean this is this is government grab this is 1984 uh, look look a uh, uh, microcosm of this is australia look what's going on in australia eastern australia versus western australia and, and look what the look what the government crackdown is doing in the east compared to what's happening in the west what is the answer to that observation uh, it's Government, government control in the east, and they're spiraling out of out of uh, any type of efficiencies of government for the people out in Western Australia. They are operating as, hey, we have this pandemic, we are going to get through this, but we're going to operate like we're still going to live our lives, do our commerce. So it's a microcosm of what you can see happening. It's it's the people you know, who can do it and the people who choose not to do it. I, I still don't understand. It. I, I understand that these. Um, politicians want to spend money, right? They fervently want to spend money. (laughs) The other day I saw on um, the news, and I forget which channel it was, that this one representative was swearing that in this $3.5 trillion bill, every district, every district in the country would get a billion dollars. A billion dollars. Every district? Oh, wow. Congressional district. Right. Right. Every congressional district would get a billion dollars. 
billion right. dollars. Four hundred thirty-five okay. billion dollars. Do I know what? what to do with it? You haven't even identified a specific need. I mean, this is just uh, over the top to me. Not ignoring the money that's already been poured into all of these yes. places. That, yes. That's just. Uh, um, and to what end? Show me the effectiveness. This is like what we did in Afghanistan. Twenty years, two trillion dollars. That country never got its act together. They could never create for themselves a government that would function. They never got on their feet. They never cared about their people. This, you know, the this precept that Washington D.C. seems to work under, which is if we just spend more money, if we just spend more money, you know, we'll solve all the world's problems. Not hardly. You know, this green initiative is more about the American taxpayers either assuming greater debt or paying more taxes to give our money to other countries so that they can build windmill farms and solar power. That, that's ridiculous. Well, Why Cindy, should I be paying for that? Cindy, I'd take what you said. If we spend more money, spend more money. Look, at, Let's just look at public education in the U.S. If we spend more money, spend more money. And we've gotten maybe one of the worst education systems in the world compared to the money spent. So you spend more money, you spend more money. Our public education system is more about employing adults than it is teaching yes, it children. Is. And that's, that's not that's everywhere. True. And we're we're in a little bit of cocoon in our area. We, we have some solid public schools, not as best as some of them think they are, uh, but right. pretty solid. Danville's so extraordinary. They ought to be applauded. There are some really um, grossly underperforming school districts in this area, which, unfortunately, the people in power industriously shield from having to improve themselves. Yeah, some of them need to work. That doesn't serve anybody. That does not serve anybody to hide what is going on in terms of achievement in the school. Yeah, no, some of these schools around here need to look in the mirror. But, you know, you talk about Danville, but I'll throw out Central Columbia. I mean, look what Central Columbia has done for years. Yeah, with the career track. But but my point being is, why do we throw money at Allegheny County, Philadelphia County, and let those schools be dismal? And those children, year after year, decade after decade, get the short stick and it's not fair and so where are these all these do-gooders that want to do so much good look at the money spent and look at the results and it is abysmal all right well i wanted to say one thing about the er quickly we do have a triage system in the emergency room (laughs) it's the sickest people go first the Mm -hmm. sickest people go first no matter what your faith is no matter what your color is no matter what educational background you have no matter whether or not you complied with a federal government mandate, the sickest people go first. And believe me, if you show up there desperately ill, you want to be at the head of that line. That There should be no other parameter used besides the sickest people go first. And I know this for a fact. I did this for years, decades. I provided this care. And, and if you if you're unvaccinated, <laughs> you don't want to be moved to the back of the line because uh, the uh, triage nurse he or she says, "Oh, geez, you're unvaccinated. Well, you're going to have to wait." This is like that's a, irrelevant. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think they do that. But it's like a Monty Python skit. Okay, you walk in the emergency room. There's there's the Monty Python doctor and a nurse sitting there, and they're going, "Well, sir, what's wrong with you?" Well, my arm fell off here. Well, you're bleeding, but go to the back. 
Okay, ma'am, what happened to you? <laughs> I got a bullet in my head. Okay, you haven't been vaccinated? Go to the back. I mean, this is right out of a Monty Python skit. Yeah, it is. That's a good description. <laughs> bring that. out your dead. All yeah, right. bring out your dead. That, that was spam, a great movie. Spam, spam, spam. Thank you so yes. much, Cindy. Thank you. Yeah, really appreciate the call. All right, we got a fabulous email. I got to stop pussyfooting around and read this. It says this is on the topic of the planned robbery, the $3.5 trillion. It says you better start pitying ourselves after hearing details about this last night. One horror is it says a widow who buys a nice home to raise her kids, which she does. She leaves that home to her kids, just like most of us do, while the home has, quote, appreciated, unquote, in value over the years. If these kids decide to sell it. Guess what? The home is taxed on the unappreciated value over the years. So if the value has gone up thousands and thousands of dollars, which many homes do over time, these kids have to pay this horrendous amount of tax to own the home. They didn't give the so-called robbery tax amount. This is over and above us trying to save our kids from being taxed to death in case of our demise! Exclamation point. The other beauty is the government wants to hire thousands of workers in the IRS for the express reason of nosing in your bank accounts and tax the heck out of us for every purchase and withdrawal of $600 and above. Imagine buying a washer, a dryer, a fridge, a vacation, a car, and they're going to tax us to death. This is one of the ways they will finance this overall robbery in their bills. Well, we talked about it right before the emailer said it. I talked about it. The the IRS is not hiring thousands. It's tens of thousands of people. And uh, look what Secretary Yellen is talking about in in, in the tax situation. You can financially stop an economy with taxation. And uh, it seems like uh, these groups want to do it in the quote-unquote benefit of others. So, uh, you know, we, we see uh, what happened under the Trump administration and these people who say uh, the tax cuts went to the wealthy. No, all the tax rates went down, so everybody paid less. And remember, too, it's between, I'm going to say, 49 and 51 percent of the population pays taxes. So there's a large group that don't does not pay taxes. Also, the repatriation of money coming in from for businesses from overseas was taxed at a less of a rate to bring it back to the states so businesses could expand. Now, businesses might expand by paying a higher dividend to its stockholders or by building another building. But uh, you know, tax policy is very complicated. Only thing more complicated, Mark, might be immigration policy. <laughs> Which I don't get. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, one of our good listeners suggests that if you go to the emergency room and you're unvaccinated, you should go to the back of the line so that uh, they can punish you for not getting the jab while you had the chance. Uh, is that a good way to run medicine? Let us know. 1-800-795-9565. we got a lot of vaccine mandates being talked about. Is it good for the federal government to require larger employers to demand individuals either get vaccination or testing? Of course, in some places, they don't offer up the testing. They just say either get the jab or what you're out the, the door. about the smaller employers? They're is not only, covered by this. Uh, they don't get COVID. It's <laughs> okay, just big, big employers. Yeah, sorry. What, what is the difference here? No, nope, just the big ones. Uh, oh, we had some good news overnight as well. Jay Corman <laughs> says he may be running for governor. He's not saying so. At least he's saying he's not running. I think he'd be a shoe-in for governor, don't you? Uh, shoe-in? 
Uh, he's got to get well, through the primary. Well, he'd have to fight, but, I mean... Um, Again, look at the elected Republican governors Shapiro. of Pennsylvania in the past and, and geography. What what's, what do they all have similar? 1-800-795-9565. We'll get that answer when we come back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. our telephone number. Right on the spot. Most of the pe- who's running for governor? Uh, well, Jake Corman won't say, but I think he probably Lou will. Barletta and Charlie Garrell are the two. Republican. Charlie Garrell? Garrell. Okay. Uh, you've got, uh, oh, shoot. Jason. This is from memory, so. Yeah, I want to say Jason Ritchie out of Western Pennsylvania, a lawyer from Western PA. But the answer to the question, though, if you look on the Republican side, the Republican governors who've been elected have been all from Western Pennsylvania. Ah, eerie. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Reason being, Blue Dog Democrats oh, or Western su- PA Democrats will vote for their own a lot of times over a liberal from the east, particularly the Philadelphia area. So that's a little... And you're not going to find that from Terry Madonna. <laughs> so four New York City school employees are hoping to take their fight to stop the city's vaccine mandate to the U.S. Supreme Court. They claim it violates their rights. Their main argument is that they're not allowed a testing option like other municipal workers. Here's one of their attorneys. We're asking the, the Supreme Court to let us put these teachers in the same position as everybody else and give them a testing option instead of forcing this vaccination on them. All right. I'm sure that guy wasn't from Texas. I think he's from New York. He said uh, the mandate will go into effect today at 5 p.m., but they want the U.S. Supreme Court to intervene. Uh, If you are a school employee there and you don't get the job, you're terminated. There's no testing option uh, there. Where's the teachers' union? Uh, this is the hypocrisy of the teachers' union. Well, they're trying where, where, to help Where's the teachers' no, no, They are? Where well, are they? Well, they're not able to. I don't think. What do you mean? The teachers' union, for most things, would be front and center. <laughs> waving, In New York, especially. Well, yeah, waving things around, going, this is, you know, not fair to the, the teachers. Or this is, blah, blah. no, no. It's against the narrative now of the teachers' union. So this is interesting because the teachers' union's lean which way, Mark? All right, and thanks to President Biden, the post office is about to slow down still further. Changes are coming to the U.S. Post Office starting today. Your first-class mail may take longer to get where it's going. The Postal Service is, quote, 
readjusting, unquote, its service standards. More first-class mail will be handled by ground transportation instead of by plane in order to save thousands of dollars. Local mail should get there in two days. No change there. If it's further away in the past, it may have gone by plane. It'll take longer. It'll go by truck. Post office hours at some locations are also being shortened. Well, you know what's happened there? They've changed the uh, logo from stale mail to slug mail. Slow, oh, even slower than snail? Yep. <laughs> maybe, maybe the fighting banana slugs. All right. 1 800 795 We've got open phones right now. We would love to hear from you. Talked about vaccine mandates, which are a very good idea for larger employers and for <laughs> school districts and for uh, public entities like schools uh, and hospitals. I like the termination uh, opportunity instead of the. Um, testing opportunity. I think termination is better. So we need to get the vaccine mandates uh, made universal. So absolutely positively, everybody in the country has to get one. Uh, and then that'll use up all the chips once and for all, and then there won't be any left. Well, or, and then, then we can get the chip shortage fixed. Yeah, speaking of that, let's go back to the, you say, the mandate and vaccination. I talked about it earlier, natural immunity. So now they're talking, looking at numbers and of course, we've talked about this before. Is for some reason we want to take, and it's good to take Israel, good to take India's information, but our CDC and our FDA should have the ability to give us our own information. Seems like this has gotten overly political. But the point being is, herd immunity was supposed to be 75, 80, 85 percent. Okay. If you count in the people who have had COVID, which natural immunity supposedly by most doctors say that's better than I vaccination. I think that has been sh- shown okay, to be so, stronger than the vaccine. So we should be in the 80s to 90s, and you still have people who want to be controlled by the government. Uh, you still have people who call up and think that the person who I saw in their bandana that I saw wrapped around their forehead this summer, but now they seem to have made it into a mask, that that bandana is going to be very effective. So also when you look at these masks uh, how effective are masks because now there's different reports that these masks aren't effective. Social distancing seems to be something that uh, might be but again I said you know let's go back to the Seinfeld episode. If we can be be bubble. Bring out your dead? Oh no not that Bubble boy or bubble girl or body condoms then I guess we can be safe. (laughs) You know where where do we end? And Mark the other part is I think Penn State in their whiteout had 110,000 people, plus or minus, up at Penn State for the whiteout game. Mm-hmm. I believe there was probably what then about 110,000 people masked up there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we should be okay. Well, it's outdoors, you know. You got a good breeze. That probably is in your favor. And you had some masking that doesn't yeah, hurt. You didn't any. have to be masked inside the bowl of the stadium, right? Okay, when, when you were walking around the concourses and things like that, you were. Okay. Uh, and that Thank makes you. a big difference. <laughs> but again, I think probably some people were self-medicating also up there. What? You mean with remdesivir or <laughs> yeah. ivermectin? An ivermectin cocktail. And, and taking uh, Merck's new drug. So, again, what Rob just said. So, think about that. So, Mark, you and I are sitting next to each other. You're cheering for the old blue and white. Lots uh, of expellations. Yeah, yeah, you're happy. We've had our ivermectin cocktails before. But when we get up to go out to the bathroom, we have to put our masks on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the Where restaurant deal. you sit deal. quietly and generally this don't This is the yell. restaurant deal. Walk into a restaurant before. 
before you had to have your mask on when you sat down at the table. So it's the six foot well, you level. you got to eat. Six foot level. Anything above six feet must be COVID. Anything below must be okay. So, right. yeah, again, hypocrisy times 10. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, you'll appreciate this. Hyundai and Kia both have to do some recalls here, about a half a million cars. The turn signal flashes in the wrong direction. Hmm. If you took the, take the indicator wand and turn it to the left, it signals that you're going to the right. It was put in backwards and inadvertently a software no, issue from... That was put in, Mark, and that was sold to the Democratic caucus <laughs> in Washington, D.C. <laughs> that's their loaner cars. Okay. So we're trying to get them to move right. So, so far, nobody's a, been hurt, and it doesn't always do it, but a lot of dealerships have the software fix uh, for those vehicles where the turn signal goes the other way. Can I uh, throw this out, too? As you know, the turn signals are very dear to me. But this morning, I was uh, somewhat concerned as the fog we had, which then breaks around the uh, Monroe Manor Schmokin' Dam line when you're coming up 11:15. But in the deep fog, there was still probably at least half the vehicles that did not have their lights on. Oh, dear. That's a- not a- Amazing. That, uh, and now, supposedly automatic. These lights come on automatically, but uh, again, uh, so uh, no that that those. So what's why why is the phrase common sense ironic? Because we know sense is not common. It's not that common. <laughs> All right, our good listener who suggested that uh, unvaccinated individuals wait longer at the ER says, "quote My sister-in-law went to a local urgent care facility for a bad cut on her leg." She was told when she called before entering, there would be a three-hour wait because they were slammed with COVID patients. So who's being punished here? Look at the numbers being treated at Geisinger Medical Center, mostly unvaccinated people. So they're getting the priority, I guess. Well, All right, 1-800-795-9565. Dan, just stand by one quick second. got to take a break, but uh, it is Mr... Mark Lawrence here, uh, portraying a liberal on the radio, but not so much today. I'm trying to do common sense here, but it's not working out. 1-800-795-9565. Ben Reichley's here, a genuine conservative, so he's not portraying anyone other than a good self. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com, and you can do as no one has done. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Join us if you wish to talk about the vaccine mandates. One of our listeners says crowded college football stadiums are not super spreader events. I guess money (laughs) overrides the pandemic. Well, interesting part. uh, Wall Street Journal reports universities and colleges endowments are extremely high now. So uh, should... uh, Maybe it's Nancy, bring Nancy in Pelosi money. make a call to a university and see if they want to uh, maybe tax a little of that endowment money. Now the man who coined the phrase "plandemic," meaning that the mm. whole uh, event is being played out and we're being played, mm. is on the line. Dan from New Berlin, thank you so yeah. much for Plan, calling. Planned in. by the CCP, I take it. Yep, yeah, you got a. You're definitely right. It's a plandemic. Now you take that nurses up in New York City and the areas that that don't want to get this serum in their arm because we don't know what all involved with it. Now, they help through this whole crisis. Now, they're going to lose their job just because 
they don't believe in taking uh, serum, which a lot of us wouldn't take. So now what's going to happen, they're going to have to bring in the National Guard. Now, I know that I appreciate what all the National Guard do, but I know a lot of them, and they're not highly trained nurses. They ask, uh, some of them know a lot about first aid and all of that, but here they're bringing in these guards on train to do an RN and nurses' jobs in these hospitals. How's that going to work? Dan, what, what about the nurses and the doctors and the staff and the, uh, the medical folks who have had COVID, who have natural antibodies, but they seem to brush that off so they have to be vaccinated and that's what's interesting about the teachers also in new york they have to be vaccinated if you had covid your natural immunity doesn't count it seems like as said yep and i'm one i had covid 19 but here's the you know i'm what i have people tell me well you ought to get the serum I said, no, thank you, man. I, I'm not interested. I have better immunity than they do, and they refuse to recognize it. And you don't hear Dr. Fauci ever saying, talking about natural immunity. Well, he got the question, Dan, last week, and he somewhat fumbled on it. He really didn't have an answer. And it just shows that the Fauci... And and the other part is, why in the NIH... And look at the medical... Okay, so why in Fauci's division, department... The vaccination level is very low. I mean, it's 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 below 60%, I believe, in the last numbers I saw. So he can't convince his own folks to get on his boat? Uh, yeah. You know, he's out there by himself, and it might be one of those Gilligan Island episodes where the, the boat just runs around in a circle. Uh, Fauci's credibility has gone through it's just it's in the basement at but best i, I want to also add that uh, since we can't call a, a vaccine a vaccine in your view it, it's not a serum either because it, well, it's not a serum tell me what isn't a jab the british call it a jab right but yeah. the, the vaccine itself it's a therapeutic giving through a, right but uh, it's not a serum okay so it's a therapeutic the thing yeah go ahead it's messenger use rna it's do, working on your genes. It's the first way we ever use gene therapy. No, it's helping your antibodies develop. It doesn't change your DNA. It, it works to teach well, we your antibodies. No, what it's going to do, it hasn't been tested. It has Only been tested a for a decade or more. Well, I've, no, I've gotten the shot, though, tested. Dan, and I'm, I'm a better dancer after the shot than I was before the shot. Okay, so can you play the piano, though? That's the real yeah. thing. All right, all right, Dan, we'll let you wrap up. It was a true vaccine. Well, yeah, it's not a, a vaccine. true we'll, vaccine we'll is no vaccines. You wouldn't have any hesitancy to take it a tested, couple-year tested vaccine like polio was in them. You wouldn't have a bit of resistance to taking this. Gotcha. All right. It's a sad thing what's being done to our beautiful country, and it's really sad. I pity the next generation after me and grandchildren after me what they're going to live like if it's still here. I think the end of time will be coming as we know it before that. 
and and I don't believe we'll be here to see it, people like me. I think within a couple years you'll see the destruction of the United States as we know it will be a total globalist state right. unless someone gets a hold of us. Dan, one of our... Dan, yeah, one of our listeners uh, on the idea that uh, National Guard are untrained in the medical field uh, says there are medical, right. medical docs and nurses in the National Guard. That's their there job. There are few, definitely a few, but not enough to yeah. 15, 10 to 15 percent are leaving the, not going to take the serum in the hospitals. It's not a serum. You don't have 10 to 15 percent of them trained nurses. And doctors in the guards, you have a few at the top, yeah. Anyway, so let me finish reading. It says there are medical docs and nurses in the National Guard. That is their job. But creating a problem, then using the guard to fix it is stupid. All right, Dan, we got you. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. Thank you. You you, Gentlemen, have a good weekend. All right, you too, buddy. I really mean that. Thank you, sir. I I cut off the Penn State part. So the world's... Not going to end before the weekend, I hope. All right. We got one caller coming in, and we'll take more comers. 1 800 795 9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. There's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Mike, we were just talking about you. Thank you so much for calling in. Go right ahead. Well, uh, were you talking about me on air or behind the curtain? Behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. We're talking okay. about our good regular well, callers. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I I actually had two things in mind, and I'm scurrying around during a commercial break trying to clean up the house before my wife gets home, and I forgot <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Uh, but the, the one thing I, I do want to say, uh, I forgot the COVID thing, but... As far as the Democrats right now and and what's going on, I have to say every day I get more impressed with them. And the latest thing was, you know, they they two testified that uh, they told the president, two generals, I guess it was, uh, told the president that they wanted 2,500 soldiers to stay in Afghanistan to secure it and keep it safe. And uh, the president declined that. Okay. Then they asked the president about that after the fact, and he said he didn't recall that. Okay. So you know, okay, I'll, uh, you know, I, I know what the I don't recall means. But then the Democrats turned it completely around and changed the narrative that the president did the right thing 
by declining those recommendations because that was the right thing to do and those generals should resign. And I, I'm telling you, how, who listens to this stuff and believes it? That's what I want to know. They call it news, and I want to know who actually believes that stuff. Well, the story, the story with our defense department and our military is it's not being run by the Pentagon. It's being run by the State Department. And that's most Democratic administrations. That's where the lead comes from. It comes out of the State Department. It comes out of diplomacy over diplomacy over diplomacy. Oh, by the way, they just took uh, they just took the Hawaiian Islands. Well, let's sit down and talk with them. Maybe we can get them back. You know, the State Department is the problem. Well, there's there's no doubt about it, but you know I think the you know I want to say it's the people that you know we the voters are the problem. But then again, I think we have to say that we vote people that we think are going to make the best interest in the future of this country. And I understand the Democrats believe they're doing the right thing, and the Republicans believe that they're doing the right thing. But when you get away from doing things that are not going to increase the sustainability and the longevity and viability of this country in the future, you're all guilty as far as I'm concerned. Well, the, the, you're talking about people voting, and, and we're, a, we're a republic, so we, we're a democratic republic, so we vote for, vote for representatives. It's the bureaucrats. It's the bureaucrats that can hold up a permit in the Corps of Engineers, it's the bureaucrat in the EP bureaucrats in the EPA can wait for three years to define exactly what's clean water. Uh, it, it's bureaucrats at the state level. It's bureaucrats at the local level that hold things up. All right, Mike, we'll give you the last you, word. Go right ahead. You know, I'm I'm completely in agree with that. I I heard that the bureaucracy and the regulations and the rules and the lawsuits cost $180,000 added to the average cost of a home in California. All that legal oh, stuff. Oh, and and yeah. it's, it's, they're not elected people, like you say. All right, we got you, Mike. Thank you so much. Always, yep. always, always appreciate your calls. All right, Chris, you're going to be the last caller of the whole darn week. Go right ahead. Oh, my gosh. I just wanted to make a few corrections. I only remember a couple of them by now. I tuned in late, so I tuned in when uh, Cindy was talking. And her definition of triage was a bit off. She might not have ever had to change it. But because of uh, COVID and uh, the high incidence of uh, the crowding of the emergency rooms, several uh, states, uh, Idaho, Wyoming, let's see, Wyoming, Idaho, Alaska, and various counties and hospitals in Florida and Texas had to stop if, if uh, had to, had to t- let the sickest people go in their triage because if they weren't likely to be saved they uh, had to skip treatment because they were too crowded to take them and it was more important in triage, you uh, don't take the people who are likely to die when uh, you can save lives by more lives by taking those who uh, are less sick. And those were orders that went out through the hospitals officially to change the triage system. 
And that happens like in major accidents, too, where 40 or 50 people are uh, showing up all at once. They do the same thing for that. But that was, that was the result of COVID. Now, uh, 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 Come on. This isn't exactly uh, yeah, a witty yeah, retort, Chris. What, what, what are we doing here, Chris? Uh, I'm just trying to remember some things. You mentioned that uh, uh, the money came back from overseas on a lower tax basis or a no tax basis. That was the program. The program was, was repatriate money on a lower tax basis. Yes, and they, uh, they uh, either created more jobs or hired more people. Or, no, they had the opportunity to or, repatriate the way they could yeah, or build or on, the or they could pay their rate. dividends. But what they really did was do, most of them did basic buybacks. Well, if and, they did, they did. Which does increase the value to the dividend holders. Yeah, which also increases well, the stock price. I want to disagree with that, but... It was supposed to go to jobs, and uh, they only created about 10% of the jobs that they were they predicted would result from that. Well, it's 10% so more than they had before. Uh, job creation, that failed. Well, no, it, it created 10% more of the jobs that they had. They didn't create as much as they thought they would. Oh, yeah, and right. that's the that's government right. way. So, so, that's so at least exactly that's, that's, that's good. Yeah, over-promise and, uh, and under-deliver. I did want to mention the one thing about electric uh, cars and the money that, uh, that, that's directed toward them and creating them in the $3.5 trillion bill. Uh, the Ford Motor Company, which I know you don't want to criticize on this. No, their stock's at 14 plus. They, uh, their electric... Uh, a truck has a hundred had a hundred and fifty thousand pre-orders before it even mm-hmm. even uh, was available. Yeah, and that created jobs. And, and there are now ATVs available that are electric yeah. that outperform all other ATVs. Mm-hmm. And that that company's also was created for great and, All right. and had a huge number of jobs. Okay. Thanks, Thank Chris. you, Chris. Yes. Very much okay. appreciated. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Big, big tonight. Seals Grove, Shikalemi, 107.3. It should be yep. a big one. Shik's going to win. I'm going to say it's going to be tough. Seals' defense is mighty, and they have the best hair on the field. Well, Schick's offense is offensive, so they're going to win <laughs> in a good way. They're offensive in a good way. All right. Enjoy Thank you so weekend. much, Ben. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is WKOK Sunbury.